The Cardinals are in a bit of a roll right now. So today we're going to look at the reasons why things are clicking so well for this team. Why I think Paul Goldschmidt is a better hitter than Aaron Judge. And we bust out the powder blue uniforms for a preview of this weekend's road series against the Diamondbacks. All on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals. Your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Cardinal fans. I'm J.D. Haffern. I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and lifetime Cardinals fan. I'm your host for Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, covering your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. You can follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, on YouTube, you can watch us. Be sure to like and subscribe and comment so you can interact with us. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. So the Cardinals completed the sweep of the Rockies yesterday with a 13 to nothing thumping. And this game featured all of the things that have made the recent 12-3 and run in August by the Cardinals possible. Yesterday's game featured 15 hits from the Redbirds, including an Albert Pujols pinch hit grand slam which was sweet on the other side they also got seven shutout innings by adam wainwright and defensively the team was able to wrap up their first scoreless homestand of six or more games in 14 years so that doesn't happen very often so let's start there because i don't want that to go unnoticed defensively we know how important defense is to the st louis cardinals and fans of the St. Louis Cardinals. We love it. For those of us who grew up in the 80s, Ozzie Smith was the guy that we saw just pulling off all kinds of moves all the time. You had him, Pendleton, Tommy Herr, Keith Hernandez, uh, Willie McGee, Andy Van Slyke. You had all of these guys as we were growing up. They were just studs, absolute studs when it came to the defensive side of baseball. And we loved it. We grew up on it. Nowadays, we see the crazy plays that Arenado makes, the picks that Goldie makes over at first base. Edmonds, he leads all of baseball with a 2.5 defensive war. O'Neill and Carlson tracking down anything that comes their way in the outfield. Yachty gunning fools out at second base still. This team had five gold glovers last year, and they haven't skipped a beat, even with Bader's injury and then eventual trade. The Cardinals are now tied atop Major League Baseball with a fielding percentage of .990. Who are they tied with, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. The Seattle Mariners. How about that? You didn't see that one coming, did you? And this is also with Gorman playing after making the switch from third base to second base. Edmund having to play some shortstop after the demotion of Paul DeYoung. Uh, guys like Newbar, Dickerson in right field. Heck, even Juan Yepes. I know we look at him as a below average outfielder. He's only made two errors this season. Plus, how about Brendan Donovan, who plays everywhere but pitcher and catcher, and is hardly a drop-off no matter what position he fills in at. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how good these guys have been. I mean, who leads the team in errors right now off the top of your head? Who do you think it is? Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado. That's right. Eight errors. Eight errors for Nolan Arenado this season. And before you start whining that that seems like a lot, his fielding percentage this season, 971, his career, 
972. So he's right where he usually is. And if anything, if anything, it's because he's so good that he makes the most errors because his range is just nuts. So he gets to balls that usually are way out of reach for other third basemen, and it makes him harder on himself to have a higher fielding percentage because he's diving, he's getting to these balls, and then he's got to make you know awkward throws. I mean, who does it better? Who does it better going over to the third base side, diving or backhanding it, and then just firing in one motion back across the diamond over to Goldie? It's it's amazing. The dude's a monster at the hot corner. So defense, one reason why this team has been winning. Starting pitching. At the trade deadline, the Cardinals had a choice to make, at least so it seemed to us. Uh, they could make a blockbuster franchise-altering trade with the Washington Nationals for outfielder Juan Soto. They could have done that. A lot of people, including myself, to an extent, thought they should do it. Now, Soto is a superstar. We all know this. Under control for a couple of seasons would bring all the lights and the cameras of the national spotlight, point it right there on St. Louis. But how much better would this team actually have been if they got Soto? That was always the question with that move. Did it really fix the Cardinals' problems? I repeatedly, repeatedly said it did not. It just would have been cool to have Juan Soto, but we're not in the business of baseball to just be cool. You want to win games. So I didn't think that trade would happen, and ultimately it did not. Instead, they addressed the real problem in the clubhouse, and that was the lack of starting pitching. Finally healthy again, you got Miles Michaelis. Been a pleasant surprise. Became an all-star, for God's sakes. Uh, Wainwright, superb as usual, if not even better than we'd hoped coming into the season. In the offseason, you get the lefty Steven Matz. Some people weren't so thrilled with that move. I thought it was fine. He was going to be, he was supposed to be, let's put it that way, you're four or you're five in this rotation. He wasn't supposed to be at the top. He was supposed to be a four over five. Um, injuries have derailed the season for Matt. He, he showed little glimpses of why they signed him, but injuries have, have really done him in. Uh, you hardly get anything from Jack Flaherty, who you thought was going to be your ace coming into the season. That's why it was supposed to be Flaherty, Wainwright, Michaelis, Matt, and then Dakota Hudson. But that didn't happen. Flaherty's been out almost the whole year with injuries. Hudson coming back from uh, Tommy John surgery. Uh, not the easiest thing in the world to do. Hicks seems better suited for the bullpen after his failed starting experiment. Alex Reyes, we forget about him. Gone for the year with injuries. Was he going to be in the bullpen again? Could he have started? Doesn't matter. He's hurt as usual. Uh, Matthew Liberatore, just not quite ready for Major League Baseball. Palante has done an admirable job, but they like him in the pen as well. On and on and on it went until the deadline when they went out and got not one but two left-handers, Jose Quintana from the Pirates and Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees. Now, at the time, names like Luis Castillo, Frankie Montas, Tyler Malley, Noah Syndergaard, those were kind of the bigger names floating around, discussed thoroughly on this show and pretty much everywhere you turned in the St. Louis media. But to get those guys, you had to pay a king's ransom. And besides Castillo, I personally did not think any of them were worth it. I would not have given up as much as everybody did for these certain players. Like Montas got a haul from the Yankees. Tyler Malley got a haul uh, from the Twins. Center guard, decent amount coming over to Philadelphia from the Angels. But something had to be done to salvage the season. And Mo pulled the trigger. And it has worked better than anyone could have imagined. Now, Bernie Miklas, I've talked about him many times over at scoopswithdannymack.com. If you, if you aren't somebody who goes over to that website, you should do it. It's really good as a Cardinals fan 
lot of great information over there. Uh, he wrote another piece that came out yesterday, and he kind of broke down the Quintana-Montgomery combo and how they fared compared to the other pitching moves they were made at the deadline. Now, here's what he found, and we're going to focus on the guys I mentioned there, like Castillo, Mali, Syndergaard, Montas. Those are the big ones, okay? So the ERA averages of traded starting pitchers that have made at least two starts for their new team since the deadline. Frankie Montas with the Yankees has got a nine ERA. Remember, the Cardinals kind of beat up on him in his first start here in St. Louis. Uh, Noah Syndergaard for the Phillies, 4.50. Jose Quintana for the Cardinals, 2.65. Tyler Malley for the Twins, 2.51. Luis Castillo for the Mariners, 2.18. Jordan Montgomery for the Cardinals, leading the way, 0.64. Since they've joined their new teams, here are the total number innings contributed by the acquired starting pitchers. For the Yankees, Frankie Montas has thrown nine whole innings. The Twins have gotten 14.1, the Phillies 18, the Mariners 20.2, the Cardinals 33.2. Team records and games started by the pitchers obtained at the deadline, and for the most part, the moves have worked out nicely for all of the teams involved. The Yankees are 1-1 one one when Montas starts. Again, the Cards beat them. Twins are 3-0. Phillies are 3-0. Mariners are 3-0. All that's great, right? The Cardinals, double that. They're 6-0 because they got two. And they didn't give up nearly as much as these other teams did to get their pitchers. Total amount of war accumulated by each team from starting pitchers acquired at the trade deadline. Yankees, zero. Twins, zero. Phillies, 0.5. Mariners, 0.5. The Cardinals, 1.1. Quintana in three starts has given up just five earned runs in 17 innings with one of those starts taking place at Coors Field in Denver, which we know can be very, very tough to pitch him. He's also punched out 16 batters. Montgomery has started all three games at Bush Stadium, has allowed just one run in 16 and two-thirds innings while getting 17 punchies. The moves also allowed Palante to move back to the bullpen, where he's continued to have success. Was it the popular decision at the time? No. Did it grab headlines nationally? No. Was it the right move? Absolutely. We'll jump into how important the offense has been for the team next, including Paul Goldschmidt's run at something that hasn't happened in the National League since 1937. First, though, I got to ask health-wise, are you struggling with uh, bloated belly, uncomfortable digestive issues, feeling tired and sluggish? I got an idea here. Good chance you might have an overworked liver. That's the truth. The liver is the body's meta metabolic furnace. It's a uh, it's responsible for flushing out all the harmful toxins and igniting your fat-burning metabolism. But thanks to modern diets rich in unhealthy processed foods and constant exposure to thousands of man-made and environmental toxins, most of us have overworked livers. But now you can fix that and rejuvenate your liver health and reignite your metabolism thanks to Liver Health Formula by Pure Health Research. Liver Health Formula contains eight liver-boosting super nutrients, all of which work together to wake up that sluggish river, uh, liver and turn it into a toxin-flushing and fat-burning machine that, that you really, really want inside you. No more bloated belly, the uncomfortable digestion, that's gone. Feelings of being tired and sluggish, don't have to worry about it anymore. Low on energy, energy, not a problem anymore. Best of all, Liver Health Formula makes it easier to maintain a healthy body weight long-term. Now, as a listener of Locked on Cardinals, you can try Liver Health Formula risk-free today and get a free bottle of CurbFit with your order. What is CurbFit, you ask? Well, I'm glad you asked that question, too. CurbFit is a safe and all-natural appetite suppressant, making it easy to say no to the naughty foods. 
This makes it the perfect complement to Liver Health Formula. So go to liverhealth.com slash MLB to learn more. Again, that's getliverhealth.com slash MLB to try Liver Health Formula completely risk-free and claim your free bottle of Curb Fit with your order. Go to liverhealth.com slash MLB now to get started today. So we're going over why the Cardinals' recent run-up success is happening. We've talked defense. We've talked um, pitching. And you can have both of those. You can have the great pitching and defense, but it's a proven fact that you will not win many games if you don't outscore your opponent. Now, I'm sure somewhere, somehow, there's going to be some smart ass that pops off and says, hey, there was a forfeit with the team losing, and that's how they won. Okay, fine. But 99.9% of the time, if you don't score more runs than the other guys, you're going to get the L. We can all agree on that, right? Uh, the Cardinals have two guys this year that are playing at MVP levels. And I mentioned it earlier this week, what Paul Goldschmidt is doing this season deserves more attention on a national level, even though he doesn't want that whatsoever. He doesn't. He hates attention in general. But what he's doing is ridiculous. And, and let me talk to you about this right now because everybody's talking about Aaron Judge. But Paul Goldschmidt is arguably the best hitter in Major League Baseball this season. Aaron Judge gets the headlines. He's in New York. He's six foot seven, almost six foot eight. He's a monster. He's a Yankee. He's putting up sick numbers. He's got 46 home runs, 102 RBIs. He's slugging 661, OPS of 1.054. All of that leads Major League Baseball in those categories. He's, he's awesome. He's going to win the AL MVP. He also gets to hit in the sandbox known as Yankee Stadium for half his games, but, but I digress. Goldie, on the other hand, let's go look at his numbers. 29 home runs, which is fifth in Major League Baseball, third in the National League. 94 RBIs, fourth in Major League Baseball, second in the National League. He's slugging 627, second in Major League Baseball to Aaron Judge, first in the National League. His OPS, 1.045. Second in Major League Baseball to judge, first in the National League. So you see and hear that, and you say, hey, judge is better, right? Well, to steal a line away from Lee Corso on college game day, not so fast, my friend. Aaron Judge is hitting 295, 12th in the American League. Paul Goldschmidt is hitting 335. Tied for first in all of baseball with Luis Arias from uh, from the Twins. Who is a completely different hitter than Goldschmidt. He's a contact hitter. He hardly has any power whatsoever. So you say, okay, here's going to another argument. Will they pitch around Judge? They walk him. It's true. He has 68 walks, which leads the American League. Paul Goldschmidt has 59 which is fourth in the National League. It's not like he's getting walked, you know, where like Juan Soto, who's got over 100 walks this year, which is crazy. It's not like they're walking Judge that much more than Goldschmidt. Uh, how about strikeouts? Aaron Judge has struck out 129 times this year. Goldie, 99. Judge is on base percentage, 393. That's third in the American League. Goldie, he leads all of baseball with an OBP of 418. So just in the National League, Goldie leads in batting average. He's third in home runs, second in RBIs. He could legit win the National League Triple Crown this year, which hasn't happened in the National League since 1937 when, anybody know? Joe Medwick did it for the St. Louis Cardinals. 
had an unbelievable season. Now, lucky for Goldie, Kyle Schwarber has been out with a calf issue, and he's been stuck on 34 home runs for a while. RBI-wise, he's five behind Pete Alonso of the Mets, so he's certainly in striking distance there. And then he's running away with the batting title. Second place is Freddie Freeman, who's in a distant second at 321. So the home runs are going to be a tough one to catch because, let's be honest, Paul Goldschmidt's not a home run hitter. He's not that guy. He just happens to hit home runs while being a really good hitter. I mean, you're seeing one of the greatest offensive seasons in Cardinal history. It's happening right before your eyes. And the crazy part is he hitting right behind him is Nolan Arenado, who's having an an unbelievable season, but he's overshadowed by Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, Arenado hitting uh, 293, 25 home runs, 75 RBIs. It's been a two-man show for most of the season, but now you're starting to get that steady contribution from the younger guys on the roster, like Dylan Carlson, Paula O'Neill, who was, uh, not Paula, Tyler O'Neill. I don't know why I say Paul. Tyler O'Neill, who was finally healthy. Um, Tommy Edmond, Lars Newbar, Brendan Donovan. Brendan Donovan, a rookie. He's hitting 292 this year, but he's hitting 546 in his last five games and 389 over his last nine. He's been fantastic. Nolan Gorman since he's come up. Another rookie. He's like the left-handed version of Albert Pujols to an extent as far as like the splits go. All 13 of his home runs coming against the right-handers. He crushes them. Uh, Got to mention Albert, of course, uh, who just owns the lefties this season. He's hitting 363 on the year with seven dingers. He's got an OPS of 1.102, which is behind only Goldie and Austin Riley for Atlanta for the best in the National League. Like, what more can we say about Albert? He's he's just been amazing. He's been fantastic. So you put all of this together. You got the defense. You've got the offense. The starting pitching. We're working out the kinks in the bullpen. Helsley, obviously, superstar, all-star, fantastic out there. The rest of it, you know, I know we get a little squeamish when Gallegos comes in. Cabrera, lately, it's been kind of rough for him. Um, I know, the bullpen we're still kind of working on. But you put the defense, the offense, starting pitching together. That's not just a good team. That's an elite team, Okay. And this team is back on the field tonight and this weekend in Arizona against the Diamondbacks. We're going to be previewing that series next. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, the combat sports, they got it. Esports, golf, they got you. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They've got you covered. Head to bet online today, or you can use your mobile device if you want to. Pretty simple. Learn more about the action happening today. Bet online where the game starts. So not quite sure if you noticed, but I'm rocking the powder blues today. <clears throat> By the way, I don't know if you can see it though. I got the, it's the Ozzy, Ozzy Smith one. Here on YouTube, got to represent the wizard, my favorite Cardinal of all time. But uh, since it's an away series, we thought we'd uh, put on the away uniforms and powder blues are my favorite. So uh, that's what we're going with. But they got a road trip that begins tonight where they're going to be playing. This isn't the easiest thing in the world. They got eight games in seven days with a doubleheader in Chicago against the Cubs next Tuesday. It's a lot of baseball and not a lot of time. So it starts in Arizona tonight against the Diamondbacks, who the Cardinals are just two and two against the season. The Diamondbacks, 10 and 7 in August, and have won six of their last 10. So they've been playing better. 
they're still a fourth place team in the NL West. I mean, let's not overlook that. They they haven't been that good all season, but playing better, so you got to respect them. Uh, their big bopper in the lineup, you got Christian Walker, 29 home runs this season. Cattell Marte, always a tough out, switch hitter, heck of a player. Uh, their top prospect heading into the season was Alec Thomas. He's now their everyday center fielder. So he, he's another name to watch, although he's been in kind of a slump recently. Uh, tonight's pitching matchup, you've got Miles Michaelis, the all-star, on the hill against rookie left-hander Tommy Henry. Now, Henry is the 14th-ranked prospect for Arizona, uh, according to MLB.com. 2-1 and one on the year, 4.15 ERA. He's won his last two starts over Pittsburgh and Colorado, so not the greatest teams, but still major league competition. Uh, oddly, righties hitting just 160 against Tommy Henry this season, while the lefties, 385. But... Uh, Cardinals love themselves some lefties, don't they? They lead the league in OPS against them at 804. They're third in batting average at 269. So you're going to see Albert Pujols and the righties in there tonight. It's a, an 840 St. Louis time start. So another left-hander, and he's a young one. Uh, looks like he walks a decent amount of people, too, so maybe not exactly the best command of the strike zone at this point in his career at the major league level. So no need to try to jump on him just because he's a rookie. Make him come to you again. I will preach patience when it comes to hitting more times than not. Okay. I don't know if you picked up on that, but I, I, that's, I, I preach that more. Work the count. Make these guys throw strikes to you. The idea is to get you to chase out of the zone. All right. The strike zone is so small these days. That's where you need to be. Just let it come to you, guys. Let it come to you. You get three strikes, okay? Uh, Saturday night, Dakota Hudson will return to the mound in his first start since last week at Colorado. He'll be facing the veteran lefty Madison Bumgarner, who the Cardinals lost to back in April. Uh, Bumgarner was a guy that I thought the Cardinals might have some interest in at the trade deadline. Didn't happen. He's got you know a hefty contract, so I understood why they didn't go after him. But you know he, he's a bull out there on the mound, so it's not going to be an easy game. Uh, against Madison Sunday afternoon. You got Jose Quintana getting the ball, excuse me, against the righty Merrill Kelly, who's uh, been the Diamondbacks ace this season. He's 10 and five with a 2.81 ERA. Quintana has not faced Arizona this year, but Kelly did shut down the Cardinals back in April, blanking them for the win over seven innings. So um, you got to get there. You got to go to Arizona. You got to take care of business. I mean, that's really what, what we're at now. Uh, the Cardinals got on the flight all wearing cowboy outfits. <laughs> they were all in cowboy hats and jeans and stuff. I have no idea where that came from. I would imagine that's a Miles Michaelis thing because that's what he's been wearing in the locker room. So, But I never saw exactly where the idea came from to dress like cowboys going to Arizona. But I don't know. look good. They look cool on, uh, on social media. Uh, the Cardinals haven't been good on the road this year. You saw them struggle in Colorado last week. So another test for the team as they try to continue their winning streak, which is now at four games at Chase Field tonight. They have the uh, three-game lead in the NL Central. So um, go to work, boys. Take care of business. Once again, we want to thank you guys for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. As always, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. I appreciate each and every one of you who are coming onto YouTube. You're watching it. The views are going up. The uh, subscribers are going up. Word of mouth is wonderful. You guys are being awesome, getting all kinds of great positive feedback from everyone. So 
thank you. Thank you. I appreciate everything you guys are doing and saying and be a part of the community there on YouTube. And of course, on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals at JD Sports Radio on Twitter as well. Give us a follow. Feel free to, to, to converse. I love doing it during games. I love doing it after before games. I'm all yours, man. I'm wide open here. We're, we're, we're having fun. And it's really fun with the Cardinals winning. So have yourself an awesome weekend. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason. And I'll see you on Monday. That'll be the next time with a new episode right here on Locked on Cardinals. <laughs>